Welcome to another exciting episode of the Decline and Fall of America. I am your podcast host, broadcasting worldwide from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. I am Charles Factor, and welcome again. Today we have a fascinating subject to discuss. We're going to be talking about a new study, a new research study that just came out that um, showed, and this is from the government, from the CDC, Center for Disease Controls, it shows that 57% of teenage girls in America are currently suffering from depression, compared to only 29% of boys. It also shows that girls are now more likely to abuse alcohol and drugs than boys. So these are startling um, statistics. It shows that there is a crisis among teenage girls in the United States, We're going to talk about why that is and what the statistics show, but it's definitely a calamity, and I think people aren't really discussing it. They're not really aware of it, so I hope today to make people aware so that they can uh, think about it and maybe take some action based on this. So this is an article I'm going to read today. It's from the Guardian newspaper that is based in the United Kingdom in Great Britain. It's one of the best uh, newspapers in the world, and it, it has this article that just recently appeared in 2023. And I will read parts of that article to you, and then we'll discuss it. So here we go. Quote, the Center for Disease Control, which is part of the American government, has found that youth of all genders are suffering at worrying levels, but girls are experiencing a far greater level of distress. Quote, teenage girls are in a state of despair, according to the Center for Disease Control. A new report from the agency, based on data collected by Youth Risk Behavior Survey, which was conducted in 2021, found that teenagers overall are in a state of desperation, with increases in debilitating sadness, violence, and suicidal ideation. The survey, which the CDC conducts once every two years, questioned 17,000 high school students from across the country. It asked them to report on how their mental health and on their behavior. And in a few respects, the news was good, pointing to the success of some public health interventions aimed at teens. For example, kids are less likely to take drugs than they have been in previous decades. And for example, fewer of them are having unprotected sex. But the same report's findings on mental health paint a disturbing picture of the American youth, which is in a state of emotional catastrophe. Compared with pre-pandemic levels, teenagers are now more likely to experience persistent feelings of distress or malaise that interferes with their lives. They are more likely to think about suicide and are more likely to attempt it. They are more likely, too, to report experiences of interpersonal violence from bullying online at school to being threatened or hurt with weapons to the fear of violence that keeps them from leaving their homes to sexual assault and rape. Quote, there's no question from this data that the young people are telling us they are in crisis. Kathleen Ethier, the CDC's director for adolescent and school health, told NPR, quote, schools are among the few places where American teens are able to access mental health services. And the report suggests a recommitment to school-based interventions as part of the solution through school counseling budgets are already stretched thin and outside resources are prohibitively expensive and overbooked. The report's emphasis on schooling has led some outlets to speculate that the pandemic, with its added stress and uncertainty and long quarantine periods that has kept children away from the school resources, may have contributed to the increase in mental health problems. But the stark gender breakdown in the data suggests that a meaningful solution to teen mental health crises must have to be political rather than bureaucratic. 
That's because nearly every measure, the girls are faring dramatically worse than boys. Girls are experiencing higher rates of depression and hopelessness. A staggering 57% of girls reported depression symptoms compared with only 29% of boys. Girls are now more likely to drink alcohol and use opioids along with other recreational drugs than boys are. And girls are now more than twice as likely to report having seriously considered ending their lives, with 30% of girls reporting serious suicidal ideations, compared with only 14% of boys. For girls, the rate of suicidal thoughts has ballooned by over 60% in the past decade. Most disturbingly, girls are reporting an often dramatic increase in the rate of violence that they are experiencing. Quote, when we look experiences of violence girls are experiencing over every experiencing almost every type of violence more than boys dr ethier told the new york times this included kinds of threats and bullying that need not be gender specific and the teenage girls also surveyed reported that they were being targeted for sexual violence at an alarmingly increased rate 18 percent said that they had experienced sexual violence within the past year up by 20% since 2017, and 14% of teenage girls reported having been raped, a figure that has increased by a horrifying 27% since the survey was last conducted in 2019. The trend extended across all racial groups, but some girls are faring worse than others. Data indicates that American Indian and Native Alaskan girls experience the highest rates of both suicidal suicidal ideations, and sexual violence. LGBTQ teens, too, of all genders, are experiencing alarmingly high levels levels of violence and mental health problems, and the survey uses LGBTQ because it does not ask about gender identity. But unlike the rise in emotional distress and experience of abuse among teenage girls, this problem is not new. Queer teens have been treated this way for a long time. These issues cannot be solved by simply hiring more guidance counselors. They are going to require cultural shifts, ones that the United States and many of its most influential policymakers have been unwilling to initiate that will discourage boys and grown men from attacking and raping these girls and punish those who do. This better world, one that inflicts less violence on women and girls and endows them with more dignity, does not seem to be forthcoming. Since the survey was conducted in 2021, Public schools and colleges have become pawns in a cynical culture war play. And it goes on from there. Let me read a little bit more towards the end of the article. Quote, the mental health crisis among teenage girls is an emergency, one that is worsening. Their suffering will not abate until we, American adults, make a world that is more worthy for them and give them lives of prosperity and hopefulness. That is, we need to give them a more hopeful future and a country that is worthy of them. Unquote. So that's the article, most of it anyway, and it's from the Guardian newspapers I mentioned before, which is out of the United Kingdom, which is Great Britain. And so let's talk about this. I mean, the information comes from the United States federal government. It comes from the CDC, which is the Center for Disease Controls, which has been doing this massive survey of thousands of teenagers across America every two years. And basically what it shows is that teens in the United States are in crisis particularly females. Um, And you ask why? Well, 57% of teenage girls are saying that they are depressed. And I think the article said that about a third of them, 30%, are considering suicide. These are alarming numbers. 
It also indicates that girls are now much more likely to abuse alcohol and opioid drugs than boys are. So these are stark reversals of the numbers that we would have seen just one generation ago. And, and it's, 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 it's a startling um, statistics. So why is this? Well, I don't know. The article doesn't say, and, and I could only guess, but uh, I mean, we can, we can talk about it. We can think about it. Is it possible that, you know, that we're not providing adequate supports to teenagers, particularly teenage girls in the United States? Is it possible that they are under stress for various cultural or educational reasons. Our schools are failing. Our families are failing. Our communities are failing. Is it possible because they're on, on, our, on their cell phones an average 11, 10 to 11 hours a day? That is, teenage girls are now on their cell phones 10 to 11 hours per day. Is it possible that that is causing the problem? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's just something that we all should be aware of and cognizant of as we look. Is this not yet another sign of the decline and fall of America. I am Charles Factor, your podcast host, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the great misty beyond, wishing you a great day.